Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Managing Editor, FightfulWrestling.com. It is SummerSlam week. We got you covered at FightfulWrestling.com. Wednesday, listen, your boy, live from Toronto. I'll be there in about uh, 14 hours. Saturday night, NXT TakeOver, live from Toronto. I'll be there. Sunday, SummerSlam, live from Toronto. My God, we've got a lot going on. Uh, I'm going to be getting a lot of interviews this week, at least as best I can. You'll definitely be able to tell what companies PR are on their toes because I've reached out to every single company out there and have requested interviews, done that stuff, doing some WWE stuff this week, or at least tentatively. Uh, lots going on. This week we will also have the Triple H media conference call uh, audio up. Make sure you guys check that out. But it is August 6th. I am joined by one Alex Palowski. Alex, how are you? Well, there's an old saying that it's the final straw that breaks the camel's back. Like, you can load the, the all this weight onto the beast of birds. Are you that mad about Buddy Murphy? No, I mean, like, it's the whole thing is it's not. I'm not that mad about that. It's just that that might be the last little drop in the bucket oh, that causes me to overflow with WWE. Like, eventually, all of my... <laughs> opinions about this thing were eventually going to overflow. It wasn't like some giant thing. It was just like, really? You're going to do this and this and this when there's so many other better options available? Like, little nitpicky things eventually add up to the point where, like, God, I wouldn't even want to watch SummerSlam. I don't have to because I'm not on the podcast. I might not watch SummerSlam live. I might just, like, catch it later. That's how anti-WWE I am right now. Well, let's go ahead and get into it, but uh, this show kicks off with Charlotte Flair comes out and says that once things change, Chris Stratus hit the bricks and did something different. Charlotte throws to a video package, and I love that the video package that she had prepared wasn't it. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. I mean, stuff like this has to happen because throwing to that yeah. stuff is dumb. Instead, it's a Trish highlight. Yeah. And she's not thrilled about it. 
Uh, Trish is here, though. She says that Charlotte is the embodiment of everything she fought for, wants to prove to her kids and the fans and to herself that she can still do this. She used uh, Harley Race's Bright Lights quote. That was really good. I like that. Uh, the crowd did not react very well to this, but I thought it was honestly pretty good. Uh, then Charlotte wooed Trish and got slapped in the face. Trish made more contact in this promo than her match. That's true. She did. She actually threw a, threw a bit of offense in there. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see she can still throw a good slap because that was, that was the extent of a lot of women's offenses uh, back in the day when she was uh, working full time. Not her, but some of her opponents. Uh, yeah, I'm, listen, uh, th I like this story. I like the story of saying, like, that Charlotte's saying, listen, you may be a Hall of Famer. You may be one of the greatest ever, but that's only because you were competing during a time that's not now, when all these athletes are out here and all these women who really know how to fight are, are in there. You, you couldn't hang with all of us. I'm the best of all of us. You think you're going to hang with me? Like, I, I think that, that's, that that makes sense from a Charlotte point of view. And I also like that Trish is saying, listen, I need to prove it to you. I need to prove it to these fans. I need to prove it to myself. Like that's like, like that question, that existential question for Trish Stratus of, I was one of the best ever. Could I, if I came up today, would I be as good today as I was then considering the, the competition is undoubtedly more fierce. Like she has to prove that to herself. I like both of these women's um, uh, motivations going into this match. Uh, I have a lot of people telling me that they couldn't hear my audio. Are you able to hear me still, Alex? I can hear you. Fine. Okay. Guys, let me know uh, if you all can hear me okay. It seems like I had the old webcam audio coming through. Uh, Rob Wilkins, thank you for the super chat. He says, Alex is pissed. Worth a super chat donation. Uh, <laughs> Justin Lopez says, that's the Roman I want to see. We'll talk about it. Reminder, guys. If you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a Super Chat. Any amount helps us pay writers, helps us pay Alex. Uh, it'll eventually pay for his therapy, or it won't. We'll tell you it will, and then we'll keep the money. But uh, this is going to be a very short show. We did our predictions last night, and there's yeah. not that much to talk about, Alex. There, there really, really isn't. Um, as far as like actual content, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we can certainly get into why they're choosing to do the things they're doing, but as far as what they did, not much. <laughs> Somebody says I should borrow Jimmy Van's mic. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> Wildboy87 says, my entire life is made seeing Trish tonight. Uh, yeah, one of our mods, uh, Wildboy, was there live. That was very cool. Uh, he told us that they're going to be back in December and have advertised uh, a couple of matches that are actually like Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, which... Seems to be on the docket. We'll talk a little bit about it later, but Dolph Ziggler comes out doing a Goldberg entrance, complete with backstage walk. I kind of dug this, Alex. What did you think? I mean, he's trolling. That's kind of. I mean, that was his, wasn't that his whole gimmick for a while? Was like doing other people's entrances. My God, like I completely was, forgot about it. Yeah, like that was he was feuding with Bobby Roode, so he was like, "All you are is an entrance. I can do entrances too." So he just did a whole bunch of people's entrances. One time, I believe, he did, like, an entrance, uh, like, impression of somebody, then stopped, went backstage, and then did another one. Then stopped, went backstage, and then did another one. Like, that was when they were really trying to pad out the runtime on, on SmackDown. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, this is fine. Uh, I think we all know 
or anticipate what what's going to happen on on Sunday. Um, it, it was a weird thing, like you know, uh, Mysterio being the sacrificial lamb for this thing after he had such a great match with Almas. It feels like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing sometimes. Like there was a, there, there's potential for 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 Ray to ride that that loss, even though it was a loss. It was a it was a, a loss via cheating. So he could have ridden that towards something, and now we kind of like. Yeah, but he doesn't have any plans. There's nothing for him. But that's the problem: is that you shouldn't be doing stuff like a, a great TV match like you did last night if the if there are no plans outside of that. Well, a lot of this didn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah. Joseph Farley, thank you for the super chat. He says, uh, "I watched Vine compilations during the show. Glad to say I missed nothing. All I have to say to that is, oh, I could have dropped my croissant." Uh, Rey Mysterio got attacked and taken out. I didn't think this match was going to happen, and it doesn't. Officials come out to help Mysterio, but Ziggler kept beating him down. When I first see this, Alex, I think, okay, Ziggler beating up Mysterio works. What is yep. beating Ziggler, or what does Ziggler winning do? Nothing. Yep. We know yeah. he's not beating Goldberg. Uh, right. We knew that Mysterio wasn't going to beat him. Ziggler right. gets stronger. Mysterio yep. doesn't get beaten. And then after SummerSlam, they have a reason to do this match. So I was like, cool, whatever. Yeah. Neat, but then Ali made the save. Yep, someone who does need to not lose. Rey Mysterio yep. is hurt much less by losing to Ziggler in a couple minutes than Ali because we yep. see about two minutes of this match. We see Ali hitting a kick, getting clotheslined, yep. and super kicked. That's it. I like yep. the occasional short match that keeps things unpredictable. You don't know when they're going to end. Ziggler right. winning with super kicks and zigzags, all that, but. This could have been Ray instead, and just yeah. leave Ali off the damn show. That's the thing. Um, like, a let's 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 bring this up first. Mustafa Ali cares more about Ray Mysterio than anyone cares about Seth Rollins. Like, like immediately runs down to check on Ray Mysterio and fights for the honor of Ray Mysterio. Um, there's there's no reason why Ray couldn't have gotten up and said, no, I want to have this match. And then you have Dolph beat him the same way he beats Ali. Like you have him getting you have Ray getting a few shots, but ultimately he loses quickly. And that's that. Instead, you have Ali come down, and make the save, which I guess makes him look honorable. And that's cool because I guess he's a superhero, like to protect people. But then he loses this match. And they, they the only thing they have of Shinsuke all night is this you know, digital ex- exclusive where he says, uh, no, I'm not, I don't take Ali seriously anymore. I'm not going to, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't think he's a challenger to me, but you proved that by having Ali come out and get his ass kicked by Ziggler who really doesn't beat anybody. So now I don't know. I don't know. Are they even going to have an IC title match uh, at SummerSlam? It hasn't been announced. Hope not. Cause we didn't make a prediction for it. And I already released the video. That's true. You, you talk about digital exclusives, Alex, and sometimes yeah. things don't go your way, and you're exclusive to your digits. Yeah, that that is true. I hate when that happens. And that isn't good when the only options you have are your own digits. Well, I got some digits for you. How about G-G-B-I-Z-O-P-P to 87000? That's what you text... If you can remember it, it's in the description below. If you want to be a part of the Grounds Guys, a neighborly company 
The grounds guys are looking for new owners to join their growing company. This could be the perfect opportunity for you. If you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur, if you're driven, if you like to be outdoors, and if you want a good landscaping franchise, the grounds guys is there for you. GGB, IZ, OPP to 87000. You can start your own business with the grounds guys and set yourself up by, for, for success by surrounding yourself with the best in business and at business. With the grounds guys, you'll be your own boss, pick your own territory, set your own hours, live a quality of life that you want. I can tell you that being able to set my own hours to some degree makes me happy. Some weeks I can take off a little bit more. Some I go uh, balls to the wall and just work nonstop. That's at my discretion, largely. And Neighborly's got 22 award-winning brands, uh, which include Mosquito Joe, Molly Mae, Glass Doctor, and Mr. Rooter. So the Grounds guys come highly recommended from Neighborly. GGB, IZ, OPP, 287 Zero zero zero, and learn more about how a grounds guys franchise can help you get where you want to go faster than going it alone. Don't be exclusive to your own digits. Don't don't do that. Dial those digits eight seven zero 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 GGP IZ OPP. Damn man. GG Biz Op, as Jimmy points out, but I, I got to spell it out, Jimmy. That's the nature of the ad read. Anyway, Jimmy sends a super chat as if I'm not going to read his comments on the air. (laughs) Will SRS participate in a food challenge Friday? I have a WWE media junket Friday morning and Saturday morning. I would like to not take big fat dumps all throughout. Not, Not going there. Uh... Chris Williams says they made Buddy look soft. Should have hit first. Now we'll talk about that. <clears throat> Wildboy87 says the WWE crew is moving people closer to make it look full on TV. He's watching our show at the venue? <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> My God, Wildboy. Jeez. Oh, man. That's fantastic. So Ember Moon versus Natalia, they really go at it. Ember does a nice drop kick into the barricade, but gets thrown into the apron and screams. Stop me if you've heard that one before. <laughs> yeah. The sharpshooter is applied by Natalia, and it's a double countout. I don't give a shit about this match. I don't know why it needed to happen. Have these two women beat up a tag team or something, for the love of God. They could have beat the yeah. Iconics for all I care. I don't know, but you don't have any babyface teams for them to beat, so... Exactly, that's the thing. Listen, this is a, this is a weird thing. It... it it furthered. I mean, they're they're. I do feel like at the beginning they thought that we were all going to be cheering for Natty because you know people are going to cheer for Toronto, and they leaned hard the other way the last couple of nights, especially tonight. Like, like her, you know, putting her her actual opponent in the sharpshooter way too long uh, last night. Uh, yeah, you're going to soften up Becky. That makes sense. But doing it to Ember Moon, like, I don't know what point that proves. Like, like it's it's a weird thing. That's a very heelish act. Also, Bailey coming out and saving her opponent at SummerSlam was was a weird thing. Like, it, like there's a mutual respect, some at least from Bailey to Ember. Ember less so to Bailey, but certainly more of a respect between them than between Natty and, and, and Becky. I, I, I like... 
it, it really hurts my case that that Ember could possibly win this match on Sunday that she's being just destroyed by um, by the other challenger to the other title on the go home show. So I mean I, I don't I don't know what any of this made sense. You're right. They don't have a, a, a like a lower mid card baby face faction that they can just like team up and beat and then like one up like one of them's got one in the, in the sharpshooter and and Amber's like fine I'm going to put this one in the eclipse hey you know what it takes it takes one backstage segment those two just meeting each other running around and running into Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan and saying yes. you yeah. know what you guys haven't been on TV since Ruby's been gone just troll them treat them like shit Get a little right. sympathy for them and run something there. Have them win, sure. whatever. The real story of this match, Alex, Jessica Carr refed it. That makes me so happy. She is yeah. such a good ref, and yeah. I'm excited to see her on this. Now, uh, as too. Andrew pointed out to me in the, the group chat, she did ref the 24-7 title thing last night, but there's, it's a far cry from her refing that and then refing a match. So I'm, I'm really glad to see this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very very uh, happy to see her refing. I think that that that's a, a cool thing. I think I think all of her work that I've seen her do in NXT has been great. So yeah, let's let's uh, let, why not call her up the same way other uh, NXT refs have been called up and work main roster shows now too. And people saying Liv Morgan getting reworked based on what? I mean, because like, she said she was real and hasn't been on TV since. Yeah, I, I know. Listen, this is the whole thing is that. Like they 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 run like for example, we're going to talk about this later. I'm assuming they do this thing with Shelton Benjamin every <laughs> six weeks or it. so. Every six weeks or so, where he does the thing where he doesn't talk, and like we're having an interview with him, he doesn't talk. Um, like if they're doing it every week, okay. But I legitimately forgot that was a thing that he did for the first 20 seconds of him standing there. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's this thing that he does. Like, you can't expect us to, to remember all this stuff when it's just crap you throw out there and decide. I mean, Mojo Rawley had this thing where he talked to a mirror for months, and he, he can't get matches on TV. Like, I mean, forgive me for not thinking that the Liv Morgan repackage is going to be something awesome that they're going to devote a lot of TV time to, because it's just not in their nature. That's not what they do. Have somebody calling you an SJW because you like uh, <laughs> you like a ref's work because she's a woman? That's got to be the funniest hill to die on I've ever wow. heard. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be real. I mean, you you give some people some ammunition here and there. That ain't I it. <laughs> yeah, this is that's that's a, if that's the one you're gonna go at. Me for, like, okay, fine, man. I mean, amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> YouTube is a cesspool. Oh, <laughs> it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. Woo, you got that one for free, buddy. Uh, yeah. You banned, by the way. You banned. Alakazam, you gone. Uh, <laughs> KO calls out Shane McMahon. Uh, Owens wants Shane to put his career on the line, as you suggested prior, Alex. I mean, something. At least something. Like, like hey... Shane, if you lose, you got to pick one show to ruin, not both. Like, something. I, I didn't think that he was going to put his career on the line. Like, if this was what they were going to do, they would have had to, like, have, like, 
Kevin do something like make Shane froth at the mouth and really, really want to match with him. And, and Kevin say, yes, I'll fight you. But if you lose, blah, blah, blah. Like, otherwise, at this point, why would Sh- why? Shane's got all the leverage? They've already agreed to the match. Kevin, Kevin loses. He's out. Why would Shane agree to it? It's, it's too late to do that. They should have done it a long time ago. Now it's just kind of like, you know, done. Sure. So Shane wants to go ahead and preview Sunday after he explains the rules of pro wrestling to Kevin Owens. <laughs> oh my God. Like we were talking about how, like, man, you know, it feels like things get rushed or, or people are left off. Like one of the things that they could have like figured out two minutes here and there to like figure out who Ember and uh, Natty could have faced in, instead of facing each other, they could have cut the two-minute monologue where Shane McMahon lists all the ways people can win wrestling matches. Yes. Come on. <laughs> KO says that Shane doesn't have any balls. Well, then what the hell did Kane hook up to a battery? Nothing. That was nothing. Thing. That's, yeah, that's nothing. Unbelievable. I've been lied to. Uh, so Elias attacks. He gets a stunner on the table. Owens, when they were about to fight, throws a chair outside. Did you see the piece break off and fly into the crowd? Yeah, yeah, that that, that was not a very well-made office chair. No, my God. Wild Boy, let us know if, if anybody got, got hit with anything out there. So Shane attacks and pushes the table over on KO, does a sliding drop kick, and boy, he hit hard when he did. Yeah. He yeah. slammed on the ground. You could tell he felt it. Yeah. Sami Zayn is not happy about all the Alistair Black hype. What the hell was this shot, Alex? Man, <laughs> well, they they ruined his entrance forever. Like like the, him laying there with the fog all around him and just like, hey, Sammy, I'm just I'm talking to you from down here. And then he puts the puts the mic down and then uh, the come on, that's it, you're done. This is the this is the thing. This is this is where the night started to wear on me (laughs) what are you doing like like here's the thing the way that this match should have played out at SummerSlam had it been at SummerSlam is Aleister Black still with the entrance being cool because you ruined it um comes down to the ring he's sitting there he's cross-legged in the middle of the ring still wearing his vest with all the spikes on it and Sami Zayn comes down he's ska dancing to the ring and he's doing doing his bebop and the ding 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 and Alistair Black never even takes off his vest, stands up, black mass, one, two, three, it's done. How long does that take? I mean, I know we don't want SummerSlam to be too long, but that shouldn't take long at all to do that. Instead, on the go-home SmackDown, you have the match now, and Sami Zayn gets in a whole bunch of offense and controls a good part of the match, which Sami Zayn doesn't beat anybody, like anybody. He doesn't even look good against most people. And I thought we were trying to build Aleister Black into something special. I mean, what does this accomplish in any of those things? Like, also, like, you could keep, just build his mystique on a major stage and then do some, put him right into a hot feud on the SmackDown after the SummerSlam, heading into the fall, keep him hot. Right now he's like, he's... I don't we, know what what this is. We need a wizard that way. Him and Ember Moon and yeah, like they can all do like some eclipse gimmick. I don't know. Yeah, uh, and I don't mean Ember's finishing move. 
Nobody thought Sami Zayn was going to win this, and it took all sense of excitement out for me. He hasn't won a yeah. match since May 13th, a singles match. He's won one singles match since Fastlane. The hell. Yeah. Lame. Black Mask but, finish. But, Foregone but, conclusion. Yeah, that's what it should have been. Instead, we have this, a full match. We go to commercial and crap. Listen, you take this match off of SummerSlam. Currently, we don't really know what, what Roman's doing. We assume he's going to do something, but right now they haven't done it yet. Um, and uh, the IC title currently doesn't have one. There's no women's tag match. Like, like all this stuff. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There's a lot of matches I feel like that the, the, the Fiend versus Finn Balor should be real quick. Goldberg versus Ziggler. Like, Goldberg's walk to the ring should be ten times longer than the match. Like, this match, if it had been on SummerSlam, could have been real quick. Like, maybe that was the point. They didn't want to have too many squashes. And they were like, uh, we found out that Goldberg can't go longer than two minutes. We can't have another squash. We got to do a full-length match on SmackDown instead. I mean... That's the best thing I have. I know, you know, Vince did his famous last minute rewrite for this show as well. So I guess this was probably one of the rewrites. Like, we're going to put this on SmackDown now instead of on SummerSlam. Jimmy is the boss and he keeps telling me I need to say hi, Bob, and won't explain why. I This is this is the perils of having him in the live chat. <laughs> he's, he's getting very close to being our own personal Vince McMahon. <laughs> So, it's worth talking about. Vince McMahon rewrote the show again. Now, I'll say this. The last couple weeks, I've rather enjoyed Raw, even though it's been a last minute, or SmackDown, though it's been a last minute rewrite. Tonight, just nothing happened. Nothing happened tonight. Yeah, they did a lot of like, hey, here's this video package we're going to show you three times during the pre-show on Sunday anyway. And they also did... Hey, here's a list of all the matches you'll be able to see. Please subscribe to the WWE Network. And then the other stuff they did was either stupid or didn't do anything or was really confusing. Like there wasn't, like there was no reason for certain matches to happen the way they did. It just felt kind of random. Like it was one of those things. Like if you're if you're doing like the old career mode, uh, in like WWE 2000 on the N64. And all of a sudden, they like, here's a match on Raw that makes zero sense. They just threw two random people together. Like, it doesn't fit with the feuds that either of them are having at the time in your, like, story mode or whatever. It just, it, I don't know. It, I don't know. 
Are you excited to transition to AEW? I, I'm getting re- really, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> really close to being like, man, what does that start again? <laughs> Uh, for those of you who don't know, Alex will be moving to Wednesday nights uh, as of now for uh, AEW as we're going to have a major reshuffling our schedule. No more Tuesdays. It'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tentatively, Warren is set to join me on Fridays. I am really excited about that. Uh, going to see who's going to join me on Mondays. Uh, hopefully, I can get a regular name in. I've floated it out to a, f- a few people, but... You know, we've had Jeremy on here before. He did awesome. A lot of great stuff with him. But uh, we'll see how that all unfolds. But Alex will be on AEW. I can't wait for them to give you two hours a week of the librarians. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Man, I'd I'd welcome the hell out of the librarians just just for a change of pace right now. Uh, We got Chad Gable working out backstage, and Elias trolls him for being short. Well, hey, if it gets Chad Gable on TV and gets him involved in some stuff, sure. I mean, they're having a match tonight on 205 Live, like a six-pack challenge, to uh, to, to figure out who's going to face Gulak at SummerSlam. One of the guys in it is the dude who just lost twice to Chad Gable. Like, I don't know why you're putting Chad Gable on 205 Live, having him have amazing matches. If you haven't seen the, the second one he had with Gallagher, I mean, it was off the charts. So good. Why are, you, why are you, like, teasing us by having him on there a few times? And instead, no, he's actually still on SmackDown, and he's he's getting bullied by Elias, of all people, who is just a toady for Shane McMahon at this point. He's he's not even a henchman. He's just a toady. Like, he's just, just sitting there, and he doesn't even be, be cool anymore. And this is the other thing. You had him bully Shane, uh, bully Chad Gable, who's what? Two and a half inches shorter than him? For being short, by using Randy Newman's short people. Listen, I'm gonna be 40 next month. That sh- that song is two years older than me. Like, come on, short people. Like, what are we doing here? I I, I honestly have no clue who thinks this is a great use of either talent, and the best way to actually start a feud with them is Elias being two and a half inches taller than Chad Gable saying, you got to be this tall to ride this ride. Like, I mean, it's, it's just, it's lowest common denominator crap. We get a new Firefly Funhouse, which is refreshing for SmackDown Live to get these first, Alex. Yes, it is. Listen, uh, they're usually um, secondary, uh, I know, a second run from the night before. Uh, I like this a lot. The, the use of Huskis, the pig boy, uh, is all, he's my favorite of the puppets, um, for probably obvious reasons. Uh, but uh, I, um, I thought this was really cool. I, I also I love the the Bray Wyatt dual thing where he's like you know uh, where he says we we've been hurting for so long. Now it's time for Finn Balor to hurt, and this the idea not I not I but we the collective all of us me the puppets and the fiend. Uh, I think it's it's just really really cool. It's very interesting. I I I I, I want them to to keep using uh, the Bray Wyatt character in this way for a while. But my pitch has always been I, I feel like it'd be really cool as as it, as they progresses if, if the fiend like gradually takes more and more control over this whole thing and the uh, this Bray Wyatt the sweater Bray Wyatt 
starts to get scared about how he can't control him anymore. Like, there's cool things, like, they can do with this. Tonight, I thought it was really good. It's They're doing the brand new uh, the brand new show, uh, the brand new uh, segment, because it's it's on Finn Balor's show, SmackDown. I think that's a good idea. Jimmy Van says Alex will be moved to AEW to prevent a stroke. Oh, man. See, if I knew that Jimmy <laughs> Van's father-in-law wasn't watching right now, like I know he is now because I know his name is Bob, and that's why I said hi, I'd go straight into a Bluetooth segue. You would. You I'd say, would. if you want to prevent a stroke mm-hmm. and use it oh, another way, you know I can't wait to do those Bluetooth segues in person. Can't. Can't <laughs> wait. Oh, boy. Kofi Kingston responds to Randy Orton's comments ahead of SummerSlam. Uh, the comments run to the middle. The video was pretty good. WWE does these very well, Alex. Yeah, they do. They really, really do. They are oh, they're yeah. just... It, it captures the emotion so well. And it encapsulates everything so well. And then it makes me wonder, well, what the hell they got for SummerSlam? Because those video packages are usually really good, too. Yeah, uh, the, the the packages have always been really great. I, I liked uh, this Kofi Kingston thing, like him telling his side of the story uh, as a, because they did the Randy Orton one last week. Although the Randy Orton one was better uh, because I think it was it was just there was a lot more honesty to it. Like, yeah, no, I'm uh, I I, I, lo- I love his the ego of him saying like, yes, absolutely, I did use my power to get you kept down because you deserved it. <laughs> you know, not no no pretense. No, hey man, you got me all wrong. No, uh, you know, you're, you're, or or you're a liar. I never did that. You know, maybe I should have. No, like him copping to it, I think is great. Tonight with with Kofi being honest in his own way, I thought was also very good. So we get the main event, but let's kind of tie these two segments together since they kind of do. Roman Reigns is being interviewed by Kayla Braxton. Kayla Braxton, who. Uh, probably actually attacked Roman Reigns, by the way. It was probably her. Probably, probably. Reigns apologizes to Samoa Joe. And I gotta say, as far as liking Roman Reigns as a character and enjoying him, a lot was done tonight to make me enjoy him. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, let's be honest. People don't really apologize in pro wrestling. Even baby faces. It's a sign of humility. And you just know that Vince McMahon... Is like, God damn it, why would he say he's sorry? Why would he even be sorry? Ah. But he was. He accused Joe of this stuff. And he's like, hey man, I know you didn't do it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have dragged you into it, even though you're a heel. I loved this. I thought that was really good. I thought that was really good and honest and surprising. Usually, you, you won't, like, these two guys have, have been have been fighting for a while, but I, I, again, I loved that Samoa Joe was like, listen, um... I don't like this guy, but he just almost got vehicularly murdered. So I'm going to check on him uh, and get a medic. Uh, that 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 makes sense to me. That's a little bit of nuance that I appreciate. Also, Roman Reigns saying, "Man, you 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 talk crap about my family, and I don't like you. But in this case, I I owe you an apology for getting you dragged into this whole thing. You weren't a part of that, and I'm sorry that your name got dragged through the mud." I still don't like you, but in this case, I got to be honest and be a stand-up guy. I like that there can be those those kind of degrees. Yeah, it, it made a lot of sense. Roman Reigns says he's going to get answers. So fast forward to the main event: New Day versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. This match was fun. 
Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan still hasn't made his big announcement. Uh, he starts off aggressive, but Xavier takes over. We got two commercial breaks during this match. As we get back from one, Big E does this badass short arm clothesline to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Oh boy, that's the hoss wrestling I want to see. Rowan hits Xavier with one of the hardest goddamn crossbody blocks I have ever seen in my life. Very good. Almost like he's hung out with Bray Wyatt a time or two in his day. Crowd really liked this match, too. Rowan throws Xavier all around the ringside area. And then we come back to see Xavier uncorking a big missile dropkick. Biggie gets the hot tag, and you know what's going on there. Uh Suplexes aplenty. Big E counters the, the last yes kick into a stretch muffler. Boy, I love that move. I remember Brock Lesnar using it as the Brock lock, and it just looks violent and dangerous. But then Big E gets put into a LaBelle lock, transitioned into a triangle choke, power bombs his way out of it. That's when we set up the big finish. Rowan hits a spin kick. Xavier with an elbow drop. Big E with the YOLO dive. How the hell, Alex, has Big E never been hurt on this dive? I don't know, man. It's one of those things that he's he's gonna and then he's gonna stop doing it. But that that's the problem is that I don't think you need to I don't think you should wait to get to get hurt by doing it. You should know that one of these days I'm gonna get hurt. I should probably not do it anymore because he's he really is too valuable. Like it's one of those things that one of those dives, like you land wrong in that thing, you're not wrestling ever again. Like he's really, really, really great. And it's I think it's a crime that he hasn't been I mean, I love him as part of the New Day. It's a crime he hasn't been a major champion at some point in his career. I mean, he was the Intercontinental Champion a long time ago before he was like this. Um, but I, I, but I don't want to see him go out with an injury if he's for doing his own move. It's it's a crazy move like that. This ends in a in a DQ. Rowan attacks New Day with the stairs. The beatdown continues. The Iron Claw slam. The running knee. Uh, this, I mean, we had this DQ. We had the Ember Natalia double countout. We had the short match that was Ziggler and Ali. The match that got prevented earlier. I see what they're doing. They used to do this a lot in the Attitude Era, where matches would go so short that it'd be okay to see them again, or yeah. wouldn't have a definitive finish. And you know, I can say that I'm not okay with that, but I can say that when they haven't been doing that over the last several years dwindling ratings and attendance have followed. So it's easy for me to say, oh, well, you know, I wouldn't like that, but it's, hey, it's like I tell our writers sometimes. It's, you can't just sell snakes and sparklers. You got to worry about the consumer. Like, it's not about what I want. Otherwise, Joe Dirt's going to sit at the fireworks stand and give me a fucking lecture (laughs) about what I should be doing. So it's about what works. If this works, if things like this lead to increased interest, increased revenue, increased attendance, and increased ratings... Well, then, hell, man, I can dislike it all I want, but I thought this match was very good. So uh, we go backstage, and Roman Reigns is walking the halls, and he goes in and kicks everybody out of the locker room. And I do like that everybody was like, well, see ya. Because, I mean, that's, he is the big dog. That's what everybody, that's how WWE has perpetuated him. Yep. Then the greatest moment in wrestling history the, the single moment that made Alex a wrestling fan, the night that wrestling was revived for, mm. Reigns says, not you, buddy. Buddy Murphy's career highlight. Roman Reigns yep. spoke to him directly, made eye contact with him, Alex. Yeah, yeah, he, he deigned to give him his attention. Um, 
Yeah, you can go ahead and tell the rest of this thing, and then I'll talk about why I didn't love it. Well, after. <laughs> Reigns goes, not you, buddy. I saw you were there. And when what he means by that is he saw Buddy Murphy in the background. I don't know if this was planned ahead of time. I don't know if Buddy Murphy just happened to be there. But I liked that they played it up. It made It made a lot of sense. So Buddy Murphy's like, I don't know who the hell did it, but if I knew, I sure as hell wouldn't tell you. And got face-to-face with Roman Reigns. They brawl a little bit, and then Reigns throws him around, kicks his ass, and holds him up to the, to the locker area, and says, Who did it? Who did it? Buddy Murphy says, It was Rowan. I didn't see Daniel Bryan. It was just Rowan. What, what did you hate so much about this, Alex? Well, listen, um, Buddy Murphy hasn't had a match on SmackDown. Like, I don't know how many months ago he was brought up. Many. But he, has, he hasn't had a match. Like, a match. <laughs> like, he was, he was transcendent as, as 205 Live champion. He was so, Go back and watch his matches if you haven't, if you've, if you've forgotten. He was so good in 205 Live. And they brought him up, and I was like, that's awesome. He deserves it. Because, let's be honest, he was never really 205 pounds, so he could hang with guys like, you know, uh, Rollins' size and stuff like that around that thing. I was really excited that they brought him up. They haven't used him. I mean, he, he is much smaller than Re- Reigns, but not to the amount I thought he would be. Right, exactly. So he looked like he could hold his own. Sure. So, here's the thing. You brought him up, and you're not going to use him. You don't use him for anything. Hey, you sir, have- sir, they used him at the Super Showdown Battle Royal. Yeah, that's true. Okay, that's that's good. I'm glad that they did that. So you have Kevin Owens name drop him in a promo, and it, it felt intentional. But then the next week they had like, "Hey, Buddy Murphy, what do you, what do you want? You want you know, we want to talk to me?" He's like, "No, no, no. I just think uh, Kevin Owens should keep my name out of his mouth." And we're like, "Ooh, Buddy Murphy versus Kevin Owens? No, you're not going to get that." So uh, last last week. Buddy Murphy is seen in the background, and we're like, oh, is that intentional? Are they going to say Buddy Murphy it tried to try to kill Roman Reigns? Like, Buddy Murphy's first feud on SmackDown versus Roman Reigns, even if he loses, that's a huge rub. Nah, nah, he just, he was just happened to be in the shot so we could have Roman come back there and, and intimidate him. And he's, he, Buddy Murphy stands up to him, and that point where he says, I wouldn't tell you if I did know, I was like, okay, this is cool. But then Roman just slings him all over the place like he's, you know, like he's Finn Balor, basically. Like he's that small, but he's not that small. And then he puts him up against the uh, his thing. But the whole time, Buddy Murphy has said the whole time, I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was. Then he puts him up there and he intimidates him by putting a forearm into his face. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm going to snitch because you're so big, big dog. I don't want you to hurt me anymore, big dog. That's what they did to Buddy Murphy. Like they punked him out. Like, if they, if they were going to do anything else with him and also this, fine. This is the only thing you've done with him since you brought him up from being the 205 Live champion. Like, if you were going to do this, why not just leave him on 205 Live? I'm looking at highlights of the six-pack challenge. None of these guys I really want to see face Drew Gulak on, on, on Sunday. I really don't. I'd much rather see Buddy Murphy or Chad Gable. I don't know what you're doing with those guys when you have one guy getting bullied by Elias and one guy getting bullied by Roman Reigns. Like, what? What is this? What? So I like the segment. Uh, I look at it this way. Roman Reigns is the top guy, title or not, in the company. He absolutely is. Buddy Murphy is a very tough guy. 
And um, they could have him on TV losing every week. Right, that's true. I would guess I would say to you, how do anyone who only watches SmackDown and Raw know that Buddy Murphy is a tough guy? Because Kevin Owens said it. Because <laughs> I, he went face-to-face with Roman Reigns. I, I because guess. he's a cruiserweight, former cruiserweight champion. Okay. I because, mean, not- he, because he answered Kevin Owens the following week. And, hey, you know what? I, I don't like to do a lot of fantasy booking, but, I mean, it's not like he's too far gone here. I mean, they well, won't do it. They won't do it. But next week, Buddy Murphy could say, you know, it's funny. Everybody wants to say my name and fight me backstage, but nobody's wanted to fight me in the ring. Right. They won't do it, but they won't do it. I don't think, like, him getting punked out a bit by the biggest name in WWE right. is right. the end of the world. Right, no, it's, it's not the end of the world. Again, in the grand scheme of things, it's it's a drop in the bucket. But it would have been nice if he had won a couple of matches here and there between being brought up from 205 Live and tonight. Or hell, had had a match here and there on SmackDown after being brought up from 205 Live. Like, then you would actually have any kind of reference for who this dude is. Like, if you're if you're a casual viewer, you have no idea who the redhead with the beard who got chucked all over the locker room is by, 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 by Roman Reigns. You remember, maybe you saw him defend the, the purple belt at a, at a pre-show you caught one time, but that's it. Like, that's all you know of him if you're a casual viewer. You could have done anything to make him seem at all important so that this thing you had Roman do to him has any kind of meaning or weight. Well, I mean, that, that could be... Maybe it could be the launch of something. Because you could do a lot worse than launching somebody by having right. Kevin Owens mention them or having right. any interaction with Roman right. Reigns. I guess what I'm saying is they could do all of those things you're talking about moving forward. Looking backward and using all of that that I've seen yeah. so far, I don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to do any of that. Well, I don't have confidence they'll do a lot. I mean, let's be honest. Buddy Murphy is far from the only one who gets called up and not used. And that is not okay. Right. That is... That annoys me. Yeah. He has had one TV match since he lost to Velveteen Dream on NXT yeah. in April. Yeah. One television match, and by the way, that television match was the Super Showdown Battle Royal that I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We got tons of stuff over there. Most importantly, it's the most direct way to support what we do here at Fightful. We are always reaching out for comments. We're trying to get stories. We're trying to, like, I'm going to Toronto, Chicago. Looks like I'll be going to D.C. in October. Trying to get this stuff for you. Scrum footage, interview footage, all this new content, whether it be skits or just breaking news. uh, That stuff really helps when you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Dozens of exclusive podcasts. But if you're listening to this podcast, leave us a thumbs up and subscribe. Leave us a nice iTunes review. That helps out a lot, too. My God, Alex... Two months away from AEW. It's true. It's true. Uh, I'm I'm so looking forward to Saturday night. Like it's oh, yeah. it's my my uh, my daughter is uh, is just turned two and a half. Uh-huh. Now her her birthday is in January, and in Wisconsin you really can't do anything in January. So yeah. we decided we're going to celebrate with family and all of her friends, you know, from playgroup and stuff, all of her half birthdays. So we're going to have a big pool oh, party cool. with like wading pools all over the backyard for kids to play. So we're doing that on, on Saturday. 
by the and, and by the time she she's all tuckered out and goes to bed, I'll be able to settle in and watch NXT because I'm so excited for everything they do in NXT and not really excited for much of what's going on on the main roster. My God. Leave us a thumbs up, guys. I'll be in Canada tomorrow. This time tomorrow or much less than that. 6 p.m. Eastern, we go live. Yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern, I think it is, for the list. And your boy, me and Jimmy Van will be side by side. My God. Until next time, guys, follow us at Fightful Wrestle. We're out. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money.